0: This is the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. Boundaries or burnout, you make the choice. Here's your host, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Niaje Wallace on the line with us today. Niaje, how are you?
1: I am amazing. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Great to have you on the show. We met back in February of twenty nineteen at the new media summit and 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 we were conversation or our conversation was on absolutely how crazy our year has been um, after that event and you know one of the many things you do is you know, you help organizations really scale their business and uh, so jump into that and, and some of the other other awesome things you're doing, including you launched a podcast because you were bored and you had, <laughs> had no time to, you know, to just sit around and and relax. You're like, no, no, we got to do something. So you you launched a podcast as well. So, you know, fill us in on what you've been up to.
1: Yeah. So if I could take it back a little bit, I, I used to own a brick and mortar business for five years and the business itself kind of blew up faster than what I probably was ready for. And I realized during that process is what I really, really value is time and location freedom. So this was a a business that required me to work almost seven days a week. Like The business itself was open six days a week, but that seventh day I had to work on the schedule and I had to get supplies and I had to do all of the things to prepare for the next six days of being open. So that was a time where... I realized systems, I realized the importance of delegating, and I realized the importance of self-care. So I actually sold that business and I moved to Florida and I transitioned to being fully remote. So now I, I work from my laptop and I help other people create a business online or or really create a business that's in alignment with the lifestyle that they desire. And so the word scale is really popular right now in like the sales funnel online world, but what I really want to focus on is making sure that people are running their business and their business isn't running them. So that's a lot of what I do helping people automate certain portions of their business so it frees up time and really asking them like what do you want like your lifestyle to be like what do you want your everyday to be like and helping them find a way to create that with their business and i launched the podcast which i'm really excited about because one of the things that i realized is no matter how good of a strategy you have for business, if you don't have the right mindset to implement that strategy, it's going to prevent how successful you can become. So my podcast is about mindset and self-development and personal growth. So when you do have that strategy and you do have that goal, you have the mindset to achieve it.
0: Mindset is so crucial um, and in everything that you do, but especially when you are launching a business or you know, even if you've had a business for several years and you want to scale it, or in, in your case, you, you'd mentioned that you had a brick and mortar uh, and you decided, no, enough's enough with this. And mm-hmm. I want to, I want to be able to have a little bit more flexibility and creativity and there is something to be said about being able to work when you want, wherever you want uh, remotely. You know, I know people that, you know, they have a laptop and, you know, they could be working anywhere around the globe. And that's one of the great things about, you know, where things are going when it comes to, you know, services and helping other organizations scale their business and, other you know coaching you name it uh, we're no longer anchored to a cubicle or an office with stale air and 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 you know outdated furniture and subpar coffee Um, you you, you can actually go and, and work you know wherever you want you can have you know coffee you know in a country that you know actually grows the coffee beans so you get it right from the source or, or or from you know a resort or you name it doesn't matter and it's it's one of the wonderful things and it's it it, it helps really you know really i, I guess it, one of the things i notice you know with people that get to do that is they're actually more creative um mm-hmm. than they if they're sitting at a desk that's in the uh, classic sense of working out of an office, and it it really really makes a big difference. Now, you know, one of the things you you know, commented on you know before we got started is because of all of this work that you're doing and the creativity and the podcast and things like that. You you had mentioned you, you've discovered a need that you need to you know get some additional help uh, to help you navigate with with some of the work because uh, you you were sensing that you you know, potentially could be burning out because of all the things that are going on, all the success you're having. But you know, you're you like, wait a minute, you know, I just worked a 6am a. to 3am shift. And yeah, that that's not sustainable. Um, maybe when you're like 19 or 20, and you're cramming for finals, yeah, and there's Red Bull and coffee and everything else. But you know, as you get, you know, a little bit older on and working on business type of stuff, it that takes a toll. So so I just want to pick your brain real quick on that. So when you when you discovered that, you know, when you realized, okay, I need to, you know, hire a VA for some things, you know, what were some of the things that you wanted to offload that a lot of entrepreneurs I think struggle in letting go with? I mean, what were some of those things that you did?
1: Yeah. So if if I could take it back again, because <laughs> I, I like to give backstory. Sure. Of course. So- So I noticed the signs of burnout early because I experienced it with my brick and mortar business and I allowed myself probably like a year of just working nonstop, not sleeping right, not eating right, like just... Allowing myself to just go, go, go like a machine. You know, don't think about how you feel. Just keep going, just keep going. And I probably was like addicted to pre workout. (laughs) I had a dance and aerial studio, so I would take pre workout before classes, but it it became to a point where I felt like I needed it to like get through, you know, the day. Like I, it was a dance and aerial studio. So if, if no one's familiar with aerials, it's like Cirque du Soleil, like you climb the fabric and do tricks in the air. So my studio taught that, but I also taught and trained my instructors. So I just was going, going, going. Like I didn't give myself time to even think about being tired or exhausted or anything. I just had to keep going. And eventually I, I hit a wall. Like I had a morning where I'm like, I don't feel like getting out of the bed. And I'm a really happy, bubbly person. And I wake up with like this passion for life. So when I realized like I I don't want to get out the bed. I knew it was time to make a change. So I had a day this week, actually. And, and so the last two weeks I've been like, okay, I think it's time for an assistant. I think it's time for an assistant. And, and the first thing that I did was put myself on a productivity schedule. So I said, okay, no checking my notifications, no scrolling on social media, during these times. I'm only checking my email three times a day. I had it set out so I'm not being distracted by a ton of messages and I can just focus on the task at hand. So I did that for a week and I'm like, okay, I got a ton done, but there was still so much more to be done. So I said, okay, let me just try it one more week. And then I had a day where even without checking my messages and being distracted and scrolling on social media, I still worked. And, and I won't say worked because I do a self-care r- like routine in the morning. So I woke up at 6 a.m. to get my self-care and everything in, and I still worked until 3 a.m., that day and i was just like yeah it is time it is time to hire an assistant and the thing about it is the first thing people start to think about when they think about hiring someone is the money that it's going to cost now the perspective that i like to tell people especially my clients because i tell my clients like you have to outsource and you have to delegate some of the and i call them minimum wage tasks so let's just say you have a coach for example that makes we'll just say a hundred dollars an hour coaching if you make a hundred dollars an hour coaching and you have little tasks that are not actually generating income that you can outsource or delegate and pay someone ten dollars an hour, instead of you doing that task, you can pay someone else to do it. And now you've pretty much profited ninety bucks. So you're getting that task done. You're doing an income generating task and, and potentially taking another client. And so you're getting twice as much done. You're making you know, the, the top dollar that you can make within that hour. And then you're paying someone to help you handle the other stuff. So you have to have that perspective of this is going to allow me to make more money. This is how you actually scale is because you want to try to duplicate you almost like, like everything that you need to do when you delegate, you're duplicating you, which is going to allow you to make more money. Does that make sense?
0: (laughs) It makes perfect sense, and it's you know in alignment with what I tell a lot of people when i'm working with them on on burnout and it's like okay, first and foremost you know, if there's anything that you can delegate, uh, do it uh, mm-hmm. because you cannot do everything it's just not possible if you want to scale your business it'll, it'll take you twenty years mm-hmm. to get someplace and number two, you know one of the things that that I myself you know, get to know the things that you like doing in your business and also the things that you don't, where if it feels like a grind, like let's say for example, it's the accounting or maybe podcast editing or the social media sharing stuff or, and it could be anything. If there's something that you're doing in as part of your business that doesn't excite you and it's like, okay, I got to do that. I mean, make note of that because there's services available, and you can hire people to do pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we 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 have people deliver food to us. Okay, we have people drive us around, and we have, you know, graphic designers, you know, design our logos and everything else. I mean, there's just a ton of of talented individuals that are doing things that they do enjoy. You know, they enjoy doing that. So you know, figure out what your core. Businesses, what you want to do, and focus on that. And because when you are working in your sweet spot, that's when you really get momentum. That's when your creativity. And you could run into the situation of working from six AM to three AM because you're you're working on stuff that just really invigorates you. So you have to you know, build in some you know hard stops in your day as well. And 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 of course. Being in Florida like you are, um, different to me where I'm in Toronto today, it's rainy and not so nice out, but Mm -hmm. um, I'm not knowing what the forecast is where you're at. I'm guessing you probably have sunshine there. I could be (laughs) wrong.
1: We have sunshine 98% of the time. So I well, am I'm a little spoiled.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's the the Sunshine State is appropriate title for for Florida because that's pretty much what you get other than that like mid-afternoon rainstorm that lasts about 20 minutes and you know, get spots all over your car, you know, but another story for another day. So, you know, for me it's like on days that are you know, nice and sunny. I'm like, okay, you know, is there any way I can build in some extra breaks here or shuffle a couple things out so I can just actually either go outside and enjoy it or at least stare out the window and, and, and take it in. Because um, otherwise, if you don't have those breaks, then yeah, it, you, you could definitely break in. I can't being in your own business, it it's funny, you know when we were working in a nine to five or you know for somebody else, you know we had our breaks, we looked forward to them, we took them for the most part, hopefully, and when we go to work for ourselves, sometimes we forget that we should do that, and you lose you lose track of time and 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 the quality of your work will diminish uh, if you don 't take those breaks so good on you for recognizing this and being aware of, of what you were dealing with and, and being bold. And, and, and yes, you know, spending that money sometimes is a little frustrating, especially when you first start off. But like, I, I love how you put it. It's like, okay, if, if you're making a hundred bucks an hour, you know, on what you're doing, uh, spending 10 bucks, you're, you're clearing 90. That's not a bad day.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and as far as breaks, I have two dogs, like two little Yorkies, so adorable, but I honestly can say they help me take a break because when they start dancing around and they're like, I need to go out, it forces me to stop work. And I actually started like Instead of just like taking them out really quick and coming back in to go back to work, I started walking them by the water. I'm really fortunate to live by the water but i I custom design my life i I want your audience to really understand you can create a situation that feels really amazing to you. so when I had my dance in aerial studio, it was in South Carolina there wasn't a lot of like pretty scenery around where I lived. And so when I sold that business, I said, I want to live somewhere that is absolutely beautiful. So even if I am working a 10 hour day and I, I take a walk midday to, to regroup and recharge, I want it to be somewhere beautiful. So it allows me to just raise my vibrations, lift my spirits, be, be happy and I remind myself now when I have those really long days, I work from my, my rooftop because I work from my laptop now. So I work from my rooftop that has this beautiful view of the water. And so when I say, oh my goodness, I'm working so hard, I have to remind myself like, okay, you're working, even if it's 10 hours, from a rooftop with a view of the water. Like, <laughs> It's not that bad. So, So I've positioned myself in a really, really good situation to where – like everything that I do now feels good. I still know when to delegate tasks, but creating something that's in alignment with the lifestyle that you desire, I think is really, really important. And, and not being in a cubicle, like working 10 hours in a cubicle, I would probably lose my mind. Just like me, where I am right now in my life, like I would lose my mind. But if you can position yourself in a place like love your office or have a routine where okay like 4 hours in I'm going to take a break and you know jump around or take a walk or you know if you have like a garden or or just anything that can really lift your spirits midway through and sometimes we don't like to take breaks but taking breaks is so important because when you recharge you're going to come back to your work and be, like you said, more creative, more productive and, and feel good. It's important to take moments, whatever works for you to make sure you are feeling good.
0: Those are words to live by. And I, I, I love the fact that you recognize, okay, yes, I'm putting in a 10 hour day, but I'm on a rooftop and I'm looking out at the water and <laughs> you're like, well, no, yeah, my, I got some serious first world problems here. You know, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm on a laptop when I can work with pretty much anybody across the planet to help them meet their dreams and goals and, and their own, you know, definition of success. And when you have that skill set as a coach or as an advisor to be able to guide somebody to help them take their business and their life to the levels that they want to get to it's it's quite frankly a magical feeling and it's Mm -hmm. it's something that i don't i don't take for granted and you know when i when i hear you know people talk about you know how they've overcome their own personal burnout or something that you know a guest said or something i said you know help them do something uh it's like wow okay that's good (laughs) i'm 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 in i'm in the right space That, that makes a big difference Yes. So um what are i when you work with a client, you know, what are i guess what are the common things you see people doing when when they're trying to, you know, the mistakes I should say. And when they're trying to scale their business, what are I guess what are the you know one or two top things that you constantly see when you're when you're dealing with people and you're going, hmm, you know, this again. Okay. You know, <laughs> it seems like everybody's in this rut. So what are a couple things that you commonly see?
1: Hmm. So not having a solid system. So one of the things that I realize when I Experience my burnout is I didn't have a solid system. So if you think about McDonald's, for example, there's tons of McDonald's all across the world really. And the reason why they can grow at such a rapid rate is because they have a solid system. So no matter where you open a McDonald's, you put a 16 year old with no experience or no, you know, sometimes education, because they're young, <clears throat> you put them in there, but because you tell them exactly what to do, how to flip the burgers, how to drop the fries, how to ring a person up, they can do it because there's a solid system and specific instruction. So when I was experiencing my burnout, the first thing that I said is like, I did not start a business to work myself to death. You know, like I, I didn't. So I have to understand how I can, how I can get this like running like a well-oiled machine. So one of the things that I did was I read... So The 4-Hour oh, the work week is a really, really great book, but the book that I read that changed my mindset was Choose to Be Rich by Robert Kiyosaki. So Robert Kiyosaki is the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I feel like is a more popular book. But Choose to Be Rich, I heard about from one of his seminars, and it completely changed my mindset. He said in a book if you cannot walk away from your business for three months and it operate without you, you don't own a business, you own a job. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. Cause I'm over here like, Oh yeah, I own a business. (laughs) And when I heard that, I was like, Oh my God, I don't own a business. I own a a job. I don't want to own a job. I want to own a business. So I got really obsessed with systems and He breaks down the cash flow quadrant. So you have the E, B, S, and I. E is employee. S is self-employed, where a lot of people actually are. And then you have big business owner, meaning you own the system. So if you don't show up to work, you are still making money. Your, Your business is still operating without you. And then I is investor. So that was the first thing that really sunk in that helps me change my situation. So the next year I was fully dedicated to developing a system help have, <clears throat> excuse me having my staff understand how to run things without me and this is how everything operates even if i'm not here these things need to happen and i had to retrain my my clients as well they were so used to seeing me and dealing with me And when I wasn't there, they're just like, Oh no, who are you? I don't want to pay you. I don't want to talk to you. (laughs) Like where's Niage?" So I had to kind of retrain them as well to understand, like, you know, I have a receptionist and you have to speak to her. And so another really great book for systems and automation is E-Myth. So E-Myth talks about going in to your business looking at it like a franchise, just how I explained McDonald's has a specific system. So it really breaks that down. Even if you have no intentions on franchising or have no intentions on selling, it's still a great mindset to have because I think having that solid system is how you avoid burnout and knowing when to take breaks and also having self-care. So one of the biggest things that I see with my clients is they're just all over the place. All over the place. Like, there's no system. There's no, like, like, solid structure to their business. And that's what creates the chaos. So, putting yourself on a, a solid, structured regimen, like, th- these are the days that I do this, these are the hours that I do this, and like making sure that there's some type of system that could be duplicated. Cause that's also how you scale. If you know, you know, these activities generate this amount of income and it takes this amount of time, that's how you scale because you say, okay, well, I can put this many hours into this or, you know, hire another person to handle this. And then we can double or triple or quadruple the income. So systems is the biggest thing that I see people need, a solid system. And What else? A a problem. So I I think one of the problems that I see just in my specific field of like building like sales funnels and stuff like that, there's a lot of misconceptions out there. There's a lot of programs that say like, copy my one funnel and scale and make a hundred thousand dollars a month. And, and I think that there is a lot of fluff and people have to realize what is realistic and what is not. And, and, you know, obviously in a world of like Facebook ads and stuff like that, people are making a lot more money a lot faster than normal, but really knowing that some of these programs are, are kind of blowing smoke up your, you know, (laughs) so, so knowing what's realistic and what's not, and there's no one size fits all when it comes to funnels and when it comes to scaling. So people have this idea that, I'm going to create one funnel and it's going to help me scale my business. And that is not the case. So will a funnel help you scale? Absolutely. But it's most likely not going to be one funnel. So the people that I've seen scale their business created multiple funnels, multiple offers. They tried different things. They tested and they saw what worked and then they put ad money behind that. I'm really sorry about that.
0: That's okay. I've had uh, alarms go off uh you know cuz they live in a condo so sometimes I record from from that location and you know the alarm will go off or you know the the neighbor next door is uh, you know drilling something. So it it's called life and this is real. It's like you know, <laughs> yeah. it, this is we're not going to you know Hollywood produce and in and edit, that's all right, It's it. everybody has it, no worries. Okay, all
1: right, it's gone. I, I live pretty close to a, a fire station, so I, I get that often and I've been trying to figure out how to fix that, like do I need like some sound cushion on my wall or something? Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> so knowing that a sales funnel can definitely help you scale, but it's going to require testing different offers, testing different copy, different color schemes, you know, testing a a video versus a photo. And it's, it's totally possible, but going into it, understanding the work that it takes and don't think I'll copy somebody's one funnel funnel, hack this one funnel, and I'm going to scale my business is definitely a process and a lot of, a lot of testing. So those are probably the two biggest things.
0: Yeah, those are, those are amazing things. And, uh for people to keep in mind um, as they you know, are, are scaling their business. So where can people find out more about you and the awesome work you're
1: doing? My website, niage.com. It's N-I-A-J-A-E.com. I'm on every single social media platform. So you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. I'm on YouTube. <laughs> I'm all over the place. LinkedIn, So everything is Miage, N-I-A-J-A-E.com. And you can also find all of my social media links and a link to my podcast on my website. And my podcast is on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook. It's a video podcast. So you actually get to see my guest and I, and it's super duper awesome. So I highly recommend people checking it out.
0: Awesome. And it, awesome. Congratulations for getting your first name as a website, not easily done, <laughs> uh, but good. Get, get on that. And I'll, I'll definitely have that information in the show notes. So thank you. Great to connect with you again uh, and thrilled to get a chance to meet you and, and chat with you at the conference. And um, obviously we'll continue to follow your success and growth as, as the days and months and years go by.
1: Yes. Thank you so much. This was awesome. I I feel really strongly about this topic and just making sure people are focusing on self-care. So I love what you're doing.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm I'm having a blast with it too. And I want people to take better care of themselves, both physically, mentally, spiritually, in in any any aspect of their life.
1: Yes. (laughs) Awesome.
0: Well, thanks again, Najee. Thank you. Hey, it's Michael again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're like many people, you're dealing with some significant stress and possibly approaching burnout. I know how you feel. In 2009, my burnout led to a year of worst-case scenarios. I do not want that to happen to you. If you go to breakfastleadership.com, you can register for a free webinar on burnout prevention, as well as get a free checklist to have successful mornings. Start off each day the right way. Again, that's at breakfastleadership.com. Also, since you are a loyal podcast listener, I'm asking you to like, rate, and review my podcast on iTunes. I look at all the reviews and appreciate your comments, and it helps other potential listeners discover the content I have on the show. I appreciate you, and thanks again for listening.